Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? You shall not pass! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The force will be with you. Always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Grant. How are you doing tonight, Grant? I'm doing great, Mark. Welcome, everyone. Geek Hangout, episode 25. So 25. we're quarter of the way there, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going we have a, all the way, man. Yeah, right? episodes. Look out. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so we have a, uh, a good show tonight, hopefully. We, uh, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian, episode 5. Talk, touch on, uh, or talk a little bit about the crisis in the Arrowverse. Uh, episodes one and two. Episode three, uh, I saw, but Mark has not. So yeah, we'll, uh, it just came we'll, out tonight. Like, yeah, recording on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday night. Right. Wednesday. So wait, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? It's Tuesday. I'm Tuesday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you threw me off. To a great start. Well, it's funny because earlier today I thought it was Wednesday. Now, when you said it, it threw me back off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, then we'll wrap up tonight. We're going to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife, the trailer for that, and Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, and and I, let me apologize uh, right at the outset. Uh, you, anybody that's listening, you can probably hear my voice is not the greatest. I was actually the last episode we recorded, my voice was starting. I was starting to lose my voice in that episode, and I haven't had it for like five days, so it's just starting to come back. Um, so my apologies for the raspiness, but uh, hopefully it'll. It'll get better by the next episode. Right. (laughs) You work your way through. You'll be all set. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. (laughs) So uh, at any rate, so should we get it started? Mandalorian episode five. What was the title of it? Do you remember? The gunslinger. I love the title. Yes. The gunslinger. Right. What did you think of it? How'd you like it? I I liked it. Um, I'll say this. I, I, I st- I'm still like episode three is still my favorite of what we've seen so far. Okay. Um, this episode I I liked I liked the story. This is the only one though that we've seen so far where I thought it was kind of like I felt it felt rushed. This is the only one that I at the end of it I was I was like oh that kind of felt like they they rushed through it. Oh, you know? okay. And that but other than that I thought it was great. Like I liked I liked the story. I liked that you know he was helping the kid and yeah. um, you know and then the kid turns on him and um you know, I, I I thought the story was good, but I just I just felt like they were they were really packing a lot into this thirty minute episode, and I I just felt it like it was a real, little rushed. Yeah, oh well, yeah, I'll agree with that because like you definitely um you you wanted like well because they went back to Tatooine and and they were in a familiar place, you almost wanted more time to like look around. You know what yeah. I mean? You almost, you wanted to explore a little bit more and 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 stuff like that. And then also just like yeah, it's like you said some uh, unpacking a little bit with like you know with the the relationship between him and the kid. Uh, right. His name was, was Toro, right? 
And then the bounty hunter, but the, you know, then they made a big deal about her being, um, you know, in the show. And then I was a little, I, I liked her and I liked their character, but I was a little disappointed that it was that small of a role. I was, I thought she was going to play a much larger role. I was sort of shocked. I, I was like, oh, is that it for her? Yeah, um, right. Because it certainly, it certainly looks like it is. Although, you know, at the end we get a, there's a moment right. at the end. Uh, I, I guess we should, before we before we go any further, we should say, yeah, we're going to do full spoilers like we have been right. doing. Yes. So if you haven't out watched the episode yet, you know, um, uh, come back and, and listen to us when you have. But um, yeah, there's that moment at the end where uh, somebody shows up and is kind of looking at the body. Right. And, and, and so that made me wonder, well, is she really dead or what's going on there? So Right. So, well, let's just jump right to it. Who do you think that yeah. is at the end? Who's, who do you think that is? All right, I'm going to be totally honest. Until I got your text on Saturday, right? I just thought it. I thought it was the Mandalorian. I oh, you thought he that, that's? I thought he just went back. Oh, and, and, um, and was gonna like he. I. I. What I thought was, he he saw what happened and he knew the baby uh, baby Yoda was in danger, so he goes back to to help baby Yoda. But then I he takes off. You just see him take off. And I was like, oh, he must have flown to where they were, and he's going to go and, and collect her or whatever. Oh, and, okay. Uh, that's what I thought. And then I got your text. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, I didn't even think about it. To fill everyone in, my text was like, it's Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, well, the fact that they cut, like, so they cut back to the body. You know, and then they they have the guy walking up, and you know he like the he starts to bend down, and but they never show like anything above like I think is like his like his upper like his lower thigh or something like that. So yeah, you really yeah. don't see who it is. The thing that really made me think it was Boba Fett, uh, whether or not I want it to be or think it's a good idea is another story. But the, he he walked up, and when the character was walking, you'd hear like the old cowboy spurs like jingling. Yes. And I had and literally just watched a thing like last week where they're like, oh, watch Boba Fett whenever he walks. They have, they play, there's a spur sound effect, even though he doesn't have spurs. And they showed him like in Cloud City walking into the, the dining room after Vader captures everybody and right. he walks in. And he, like, I never really noticed it, but it's like, and I'm like, he's got yeah. spurs on, you know? Yes. Oh, so, so anyway, so when I heard the spurs, I'm thinking like, oh, that's Boba Fett. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I don't know if it is or not. What do you think? I don't know now. See, and this is the thing. I, I, I almost, I, I'll, I'll say this. I don't know if it is him or not. I don't want it to be him. Okay, okay. that's right. that's kind of where I, where I'm at, because I, I really want this show to be about our guy now. Yeah, you know, like our our Mandalorian. Like uh, this is the guy I'm I'm invested in. I want to see how it plays out for him. And and I, I think if they introduce Boba Fett into into the mix, it's gonna divert the attention you know yes the only and i agree with i actually i agree 100 with that is that you're right i want to follow our guy i'd i'd you know i'd like to build our guy up a lot more before you bring in boba fett right i'm but, not opposed to that i'm not yeah, opposed yeah. to it, him at some point running into boba fett if that's what they if they choose to bring him back or whatever right but yeah i i don't but, i don't need to see him the only thing, the, the only thing that I thought it would be interesting is that, like, well, what if, like, now that was the fifth episode, right? So there's three episodes left. What if for the next three episodes, Boba Fett is like the bad guy? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
Yeah, like I know we're going to get the uh, other Imperial officer is going to show up and he's going to be a bad guy later in the season, you know, the next couple episodes. So like, you know, I'm not sure maybe, or is that, that like little sequence there or that little scene, is that setting up season two? Like, you know, is, is, are we going to find out someone's sort of following the Mandalorian and, you know, then they can reveal later that it's Boba Fett or maybe it's not, you know? Yeah. Um, Right. Right. Yeah. But it could be neat. Well, this is, uh, back when they were talking about doing a Boba Fett movie. Uh, yeah, this is back a long time ago now. Um, well, I shouldn't say a long time ago, but like, you know, after The Force Awakens and all that, when they were talking about there's all those rumors going around. There's like Obi-Wan movie, Boba Fett movie, then, you know, Solo and Rogue One were in there. Um, but back when they were talking about doing Boba Fett, I know there was a, 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 a somebody had said it was a rumor, I guess, but they said that Disney was having a hard time basically taking Boba Fett and crafting a story around him where he'd be the good guy. Because Boba right. Fett's a bad, because Boba Fett is, you know, he's technically a bad guy, right. um, and so you know, and and that's one of the things where you know I kind of always thought that too. I'm like, well, if you go make a Boba Fett movie, like you know, as as you know, as much as Boba Fett's neat, it's like, well, he's still he's still at the end of the day, he's still like a bad guy, or he's still like a, you know, he's not a hero, is would be the right. best way to say it. So in the Mandalorian, if the if Boba Fett shows up as the bad guy, then he might be able to really shine almost, you know, as as like a villain type of thing. Like I'm I'm sort of at peace. Like I'm not I have never been one of those guys who was like I mean, Boba Fett sort of died. I was like, oh, it was kind of a disappointing death for him. But yeah, right. But I never really gave it much thought. Like I I mean, even as a kid, like I was kind of like, eh, okay. You know, I always yeah I always find that funny because as kids like I don't remember like even pl- when we were playing with the toys and talking about stuff I don't remember ever being like Boba Fett like we just never right. like he was never that cool to us back then like it, something happened like you know in the time between like basically you know when we were kids to like you know young adults growing up then like all of a sudden then that's when Boba Fett started becoming cool. And like, you know, like when they start doing like the expanded universe stories and, and, and things like that all of a sudden, you know? And so that, I find that interesting. Um, you know, and maybe that's I mean, where good. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I always, I always liked him and I always had him like chasing Han when I was playing with my star Wars figures and stuff. Yeah. But he just like, I, I don't, he, he like when he died in return of the Jedi, I was kind of like, okay, you know, I mean, that <laughs> yeah. Was, Right. I wasn't, I know that there are people out there like, oh, I can't believe he died like that. It was an awful death for him. And I'm like, I don't know. He wasn't, he's only, he's in the movie for less than five minutes total, (laughs) isn't he? I mean, until the special editions and they just stuck him in everywhere. Yeah. Then there's an expanded universe. I mean, well, first of all, he falls in there with a jetpack. So you're like, well, okay, I don't know how long that's going to (laughs) last. If you have to think about it. And then the expanded universe, what took off, and he obviously escaped, and there's all these other adventures and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it's just it's funny. I would love to go back and see like what when did like when did the love affair with Boba Fett start? Like I wonder, you know, I, 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 in terms of the culture, like I wonder yeah. when did everyone st- suddenly be like, you know, Boba Fett was pretty cool. Like I wonder when that sort of happened. Yeah, maybe it was always existed and just you and I just never picked up on it. We were, you know, we were just that wasn't a part wasn't yeah. what we were playing with, I guess, or what, what wasn't what we were interested in, but I don't know. I mean, I always liked his look. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. but it was just, he wasn't, you know, and I, I think I used that figure all the time, but I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't ever feel like he was like an integral part of the story or, 
Yeah, he he was just like a fun bad guy basically, and that was right. you know that was kind of all. He's better you know, than like, a stormtrooper. Yeah, you right. Know. You know, right. <laughs> yeah, that was all there was to it. But so, but anyway, back to the Mandalorian then. So, um, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's not um the Imperial officer we're going to see later in the episodes, and I for, keep forgetting the actor's name. I know he was on Breaking Bad. Um. Uh, uh, John Car- Giancarlo. Uh, oh, what's his name? Esposito. Giancarlo that's it. Esposito. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I, yeah. If anyone's listened to the podcast for the long time, you know I'm terrible with names. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly like, I don't remember the name, yeah. but you know. And uh, I'm terrible with them too. But unless I, I think ahead and have the IMDb page up, <laughs> like sometimes I remember to do it, and sometimes I don't. This time I, <laughs> I, I really should do that. Um, so anyway, if so if it's not him and it's not Boba Fett, I don't know who else it could be, unless it was the Mandalorian going back. But what would he have gone back for to collect her so he could get the bounty on her? I you have no idea. Mean? I mean, I, that yeah. was just when my initial thought when I when I when I saw it on Friday night was, oh, he's going back. Like she's not dead. He's going back to get her. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so it's like she's going to yeah. be in the next episode, and it didn't even occur. Like I didn't, Boba Fett didn't even enter my mind. Oh, that's funny. And uh, I, and I, yeah, well, I, I then, the like, way after that, you yeah. sent your text, I was kind of like, oh yeah, if it was him, they probably would have shown it was him. Right. Yeah. You know? if, it was, if it was the Mandalorian, it, why, why not show? Why why make it secret? Well, like, it was, yeah. Right. Uh, to see. Do you do you think we'll find out this week? Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? I don't know. I kind of hope so. Just, you know, instant gratification. Like I said, maybe that's something that you're going to see, you know, as sort of at like the end of the next couple episodes, you're going to see like basically someone's tracking the Mandalorian, you know, that could be kind of neat to build up to season two or, or even to build up to the final episode or something like that. Yeah. You know, well, he's, he's everywhere he goes. I mean, I think that's right. So the last three episodes have been, you know, him realizing he can't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. So at some point, you know, he's, he's going to have to do something because he can't go anywhere because every, every, everywhere he goes, he's fought, you know, at the beginning of the episode, he's, you know, he's being chased. Right. Space. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. You yeah. Know. Cause at the beginning of this episode, right. We got the first uh, space battle, you know, it kind of, it didn't, it opened up with, uh, I don't even know who the other band hunter was, but chasing him down, you know? Right. And then, and then he gets on Tatooine and he's, you know, n- nobody really knows who he is except for the, Ming-Na Wen knew who he was and she turned the other guy against him. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Know, he can't, he can't go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, right. He's going to have to take the, he's going to have to right, take the hunt back to the, the hunters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I'm really curious to the, the next, so there's only two episodes, three episodes. Okay. So we've got and three so, episodes left. So number and six it, will be this Friday. And then seven right. is next Wednesday because they're releasing it early because then Friday's the rise of Skywalker. Oh, and then the following Friday will be the last episode, episode eight. Okay. Yeah. So it's some people right are Christmas. Yeah. Right. Is it, wait, is that right? Yeah. It's right after Christmas. Cause, cause, cause rise of Skywalker is the Friday before Christmas. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, it'll be the right that. Yep, the, right after Christmas. Then, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, some people are are you know wondering if 
um, it's going to somehow tie in with the rise of Skywalker because they move, they moved it from, you know, they moved the date around. I can't see just in terms of, I can't see them doing that for a variety of reasons, but, um, one just, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, the time differences. You know, there's, they wouldn't make any logical sense time-wise to have a tie in that way. And I mean, and then if you have like, you know, the Mandalorian show up, you know, in the rise of Skywalker or baby Yoda show up or something like that, then it's going to kind of take all the, the air out of the sails for the rest of the series. Cause you're like, Oh, well they survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So I don't yeah, think we see any crossover. Yeah, I agree. I would, I agree with that. I think you might, maybe there'll be a reference, you know, to it or something, but I, I, right. I agree. I don't think there's going to be any kind of like major plot, <laughs> right. You know, tie in. <laughs> To the to the Mandalorian, I, I, yeah. I you know I, I don't think that's going to happen. No, right. I, I I right. I heard some people speculating, but I don't think so either. You know, and I hope not. You know, really, be, I I like the I like the show kind of existing on its own for a little while. I I want to know what the implications of this. You know, I, I want to know more about Yoda's right. You know, species or I wonder if in in season two of Mandalorian, are we getting Baby Yoda? Like, is Baby Yoda still with him, or does he take Baby Yoda <laughs> yes. to someplace where he's safe? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. Like I said, for the episode last week with the um, the sanctuary episode, when he was at the end of the episode before the bounty hunter showed up, when he's like, I think I'm going to leave the kid here and let him have a, a life. I, I kind of was like, well, I wonder if that's what's going to, I really kind of thought that was going to happen, you know, because I thought like, just from a story standpoint, I'm like, well, how much longer do you want to haul a baby around? Like, you know, yeah. I wasn't sure, you know, so um yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's a, if, if 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 Baby Yoda is basically the MacGuffin of season one. You know what I mean? Like he's the the. So yeah, I don't know. It, you know, I don't know what they'll do with him at the end of it. It yeah, could be. It'll be. And I mean, right? Like you see, your kid around last week. Like you know, episode or season two could open up with him, Baby Yoda, with like a Mandalorian helmet on or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in on that idea. I'm <laughs> Dave Filoni's listening. Right. That's funny. But yeah. But what? Uh, what else? Uh, well, we, we we haven't really talked at all about. So we talked about the episode. We haven't talked about any of the uh, the callbacks. Oh, there's so man, there this so many loaded with them. Loaded. Right. It was I awesome. Know. It was yeah. It was a lot of fun, and it was a little uh, a little disorienting. Like, cause you know, like you saw, he was like, he walked in a lot of the, the camera shots were the same too. So like, he was like walking yeah. into the cantina, it was sort of the same angle that, that when Luke and, uh, and, uh, Obi-Wan walked in and, and, uh, star Wars. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, that it was, it was a lot of fun, but it was funny that he gets to the cantina. It's like kind of dead. There's like droids running the bar and you're, yeah. just kinda, <laughs> you're like, what, what, what happened? You know, somebody online was like theorizing. They're like, well, once Jabba the Hutt went away, yeah, the, the the spaceport basically dried up is because all the bounty hunters and all the people that were there hubbubbing around and stuff, they don't have a boss anymore, so they left. Yeah, they were all they working kind of, for Java. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you didn't really think about it, but I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. Like, you know, that I, I, would, I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have I would have had them walk in. I thought I expected it to be, you know, the cantina. I expected it to be hopping. And, yeah. uh, yes, I thought that was neat. Yeah, and then... I, uh, I, go ahead. The, 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 when he walks in, the droids are behind the bar, and it's just like... You know, the last time we saw there, you know, the last time we saw characters in this place, they were getting, he was like, hey, we don't serve their kind here. And now, and now right. they're running the bar. And I know, right? Cool. <laughs> and then the the booth that uh, right. the guy, 
his friend that I got, I don't know what his name was. Uh, I think it was, um, it was, I'm pretty sure it was Toro. Toro, like, right. Yeah, like the bull or whatever, you know? Yeah. So he was, that was the booth that Han and Greedo sat in, right? Yes, yes. Okay, because I was, I was looking, when they're having their conversation, I was looking on that back wall, because I was, I wanted to see the blaster burn. On the right, wall. yeah. But, but I didn't, if it was there, I didn't see it. You know, but it, it it wasn't there. And yeah, so somebody was like, Oh, it wasn't there. Maybe that means that Greta never shot. You know, like maybe that was their yeah. sort of <laughs> it. And then someone else was like, Yeah, or they just painted the wall or or they just spackled yeah. it. Yeah, so um but that would have been neat. It would have I'm glad it wasn't there because yeah, you know, of course Greta Greta didn't shoot first or Greta never shot at all, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> Greta never got a shot off. Yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, but that was, that was, that was a lot of fun just, uh, you know, and it was one of those, it was like, they, you know, they, they show you the, the kid sitting in the booth with his feet up. And then I'm like, I'm like, it, it kind of was a slow realization. I'm like, wait, I'm like, is that the same booth? You know? And then as they're talking, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I think that's the same booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, that was really cool. Um, what, what were some of the other callbacks? I mean, there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. A lot right. of dialogue. Uh, I yeah oh you got a lot of carbon scoring here the one the yeah, the, yeah. the you know the the mechanic lady in the in the hangar um yeah. well they ran into the the Tuscan Raiders and you know you expect them to be you know how they were in Star Wars and violent and angry and here he just starts sign language with them they're like okay we just want the binoculars you guys can pass you know like they're right. like all like they're like kind of nice just, they're just they're they're like just misunderstood you know, I know right you know like. I, I, I really I actually kind of like that that moment because it was it was sort of like, look, these can be, you know, they're always seen as these just, you know, you know, even in some of the books I've read, they're they're always just these mindless, you know, right. Yeah. Killing, you know, angry things. And um, it was kind of a cool like, you know, they could be communicated with. He said that, you know, in their minds, they're the, you know, everybody right. else is the I thought that was a cool. That was a like neat Everybody line. else is an inner interloper. They're the, they they feel yeah. like they're the original inhabitants of Tatooine, right? Um, yeah. You know, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, but I, somebody, um, I read somebody apparently, uh, you know, if if we're going with the theme that okay, you know, Star Wars was really a Western, and obviously the Mandalorian's a Western, but they were saying like um, the Sand People or the Tuscan Raiders were kind of a um, a stand-in for like Indians or Native Americans. Right. You know, and that the, you know, quote unquote savages and all that stuff. So it was a neat way to, with the, with this episode, it was a neat way to sort of, you know, update that technically right. that, that bit of a, it's almost like an outdated thing now. And it was a neat way to update it and say like, no, you know, these guys, yeah, they can be jerks, but you know, if you know how to talk to them, they're actually okay. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I thought, that, I thought that was a cool moment in the, in yeah. the show. Hey, well, and yeah. Then, when he was looking through the mic, the binoculars, the mi- uh, micro binoculars, like the, yeah. the the Banthas were kind of in the same position as from the New Hope, you know, the same type of thing. Yeah, and I, I the other thing I I his the the speeder bikes that they had that they were riding. Yes, was the the speeder bike that the Mandalorian was riding? Was that the same? Remember, Darth Maul rides a speeder bike at some point on right. Tatooine. It, 
Yeah. And, and it, I was like, was it the same model or it, was it wasn't, it wasn't Darth Maul's, I believe. Um, it, I'm not sure if it's exactly the same, but it reminded me of the one that Anakin rides in, um, it's, in Attack of the Clones. That's, that's what it is. When it, he hops yeah, it, on that and heads out to kill the Tusken Raiders, basically. Yes. Yeah. That's, I'm almost positive. It's, it's, if, if it's not identical, it's, it's very similar enough that it, enough that it made me think that I was supposed to think that, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Man, that looks familiar." Yeah, you right. Know, uh, it like the design looked familiar to me. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know um, that was cool. Um, what else? Oh, then he goes out and they they find the the do back and you know wandering around with a poor guy that's dead, it, like being yeah. dragged around behind it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was neat to see oh, the yeah. do back. You know, that was always fun because yeah. they they never well in the original they never did anything. They the one just you know stood there like halfway over the hill type of thing, and then the, the special editions you know made them move around. So it was neat to see this one. Yeah, yeah, in in action. Yeah, that was cool. And then the other thing, and I didn't notice this, but somebody I read it online after the show. um, I guess when he's landing on Tatooine, right? When when you see the Razor Crest coming into Tatooine, it's coming in like that. That shot of the planet is sort of the same shot. Yes, I saw that too. uh, That you see the the escape pod Uh, coming in that or something like that. No, I I didn't notice it, but I read that. I read yeah because the 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 way the planet is and there's like two moons, uh, Tatooine's two moons are in the shot and uh, I think it's when the um, Tanative Four comes overhead or the, whatever that trajectory is you can see the planet and the moons and that's the same trajectory that um, the Razor Crest comes in on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about earlier with like that shot and like the shot of him going in the cantina. Um, I'm sure there were some other ones I just can't think of right now, but like, yeah, there's things like that, that we are very, very similar to the, to a new hope. Oh, when they left the, when he left his, uh, when he, after he landed and he was leaving the docking bay, the um, numbers on the wall behind, behind him were, they're written in a way that it, it's a fancy, but it says 35 is his docking bay. And okay. back back in A New Hope, it was Docking Bay ninety four, and it's written in the same like script on the wall, yeah, as, as ninety four yeah, yeah, was yeah. written. Because usually that stuff is written in like Arabish, whatever the Star Wars language Arab- is. Yeah, Arabish. Arab- yeah. Arabish. That's it. Um, but you know, but those numbers were written traditionally and just kind of made fancy in you know a fancy yeah. way. So I thought that was pretty cool that they did that. The only other thing I noticed is there's and and there's a shot like if you watch through the credits because I I really like how they have those um oh those, yeah that, that artwork in the credits like, I love that I, I guess it's the what is the, that's the concept art I guess yeah yeah all right so in the concept art there one, there's a shot of him on a dewback right and I I swear to you I think that that concept art is taken right from the holiday special. Oh. he's riding he's riding a creature on the in the holiday special i don't know if it's yes a, i don't think it's a do-bag it's something else it was but like a big like a that, water dinosaur thing yeah right. yeah and he's holding and he's holding the uh the gun or the, yeah. the right you know the rifle with the, right. the horseshoe on it right and um and there's a at, at the end of the show there's a concept art where from from just about that angle where he's holding the gun in the yep. same thing yeah, and, right. Uh, I was like, that's I was like, that's totally a callback to the holiday special. Yeah, right. That's cool. I didn't pick up on that, but yeah, now you say it, I I can I totally picture what you're talking about. And yes, yeah, yeah. that's gotta be. Yeah. 
That's neat. I love that at the end of the show. I love, I, I, I always liked it. You know, I, for as long as Star Wars has been around, I, I've always loved all the concept art and seeing all that stuff. And yeah. um, I think it's great that they show that at the end of the show because it's really neat. I always think it's really neat to see that. Yeah, I love that they're, you know, that that concept art, you know, and it's it's so cool, like all that Macquarie concept art. Which oh, is, yeah. You know, like informs a lot of how, you know, they design stuff for, um, you know, for, for for the new Star Wars movies. And so it's, it's, it's yeah, cool that, you know, he, he wrote he made those things, you know, 30, 40 years ago now. And, and, and those things are still being used to develop. The shows yeah, the, that we're seeing that are brand new, you know. Right. Yeah, I think that's really neat that they went back, and and it's neat that he gets credit for it too. That they're, you know, that they they say, hey, this guy did a lot of the visual designs on, you know, he 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 created the look of Star Wars basically. And I thought that was neat. right, right, very cool. Yeah. So I'm just trying. Just anything else? Any other thoughts to wrap that up? I'm uh, trying to think. What did Baby Yoda get to do this week? <laughs> <laughs> baby Yoda was just cute again. I mean, right. He's just, you know, he's just baby Yoda. Like it comes out like I, I when baby Yoda comes out of the ship and he's like, Hey, you left me. Like, I I like right. how do you leave baby Yoda? I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, the mechanic in the hangar, she, she, the, the actress is a comedian who I, I know, I kind of know her, her face. I didn't, wasn't familiar with her name. And of course I can't remember right now, but, um, Amy Sedaris. That's it. Okay. So yeah, so she was, uh, you know, so she was kind of quirky and funny, and they, she like yells at him. She's like, "What? You, why'd you you left? How could you leave a baby? You, know? <laughs> you don't leave it. <laughs> like, you got a lot to learn, Mister. Yeah, right. That was oh, and then we didn't. The pit droids were uh, were also there working for her. Oh yeah, and I thought that was fun too, because um, you know, it is funny though, because like you know, we we say like you know, we're, we we weren't the the biggest fans of a lot of the prequels, but now the time's gone by. You realize like how ingrained a lot of that stuff has become uh, in your memory, in your mind, yeah. and in the Star Wars universe. So, like the pit droids, when I saw them, it didn't. I was like, "Hey, pit droids!" It didn't never jumped out at me like, "Oh, icky prequel stuff." It was more like, "Hey, yeah. that's cool." You know, I I thought it was cool, so I thought it was fun. Well, that's like not to get all philosophical, but the thing that I, the thing that I appreciate about the prequels i don't i and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit i don't know that i love the stories necessarily um but like what i what i do appreciate about the the prequels is the the world building yeah that they that they, that they went in because that was really cool and and the petroids are part of that you know like right, uh, yep. i mean they're they're and now they're part of the the universe like they're in star tours in uh in disney world and oh and, are they uh, in there now and, uh, yeah they're they're um yeah, they they uh, they make an appearance in in Star Tours. They make it a you know, oh, I don't know okay. if they'll be on the on in Galaxy's Edge or not, but they'll right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that'll does that wrap us up for Mandalorian for for this week? We cover yeah, everything we so. want to talk about. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that uh, that about does it, right? All right, sounds All right. good to me. Do you want to move on to let's talk to about um, Arrowverse and the Crisis on Infinite Earths? Okay, so uh, yeah, and you so, are pr- caught up. I am caught up, so I'm going to try to be very careful not to say anything about episode three, but I will say that they aired Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday nights. Um, and so I, I, we, you and I had talked before the show, but um, I didn't realize we were getting them like all at once. I kind of thought they were going to be spaced out a little bit differently. 
Yeah, I thought the same. When we talked about it last week, I thought we were going to get one a week. That's what yeah. I, I was saying. I was surprised when I was like, oh, we're getting three this week. That's why I haven't been able to get, watch I the know, third right? one yet. I, it's funny. Like, I don't normally, you know, uh, normally don't actually watch, like, live TV. And so, like, to actually, like, I'm like, oh, my, it's almost 8 o'clock. I actually got to sit down and watch something, you know, watch TV now. It's like, it's like, it's so funny how, you know, my viewing habits have changed. But, yeah. um yeah, but so in terms of the crisis, um, we got yeah we got the first two episodes. I'm trying to think. Um, I, what I guess just uh, what I was gonna say. What were your thoughts or what were you gonna say there? What What do you think? Uh so so far what I've seen I liked. Okay. I mean there there there's there there's definitely, I mean they're definitely on a totally different story, right? Than than um. Uh, than from the comics oh yeah 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 i mean the story's not even close to what we we saw in the comics but but there's like some callbacks you know? yes and, and and in the um i think it was the first episode they had that tower that they were like fighting <laughs> yeah and and, and, and i was that, like oh, that's totally straight from the comics yeah. right yeah they had a name for it in the show i mean in the comics they were tuning fork towers which is hysterical but yeah you know they were there they were supposed to uh well back yeah in the comics that the all the worlds were separated by a vibrational frequency so i remember the tuning fork towers were uh, i think similar to what this was doing it was like supposed to hold off or sort of like protect the vibrational frequency or something like that okay so i i what from what i remember it's as i'm watching the show i'm realizing that it's been a long time since i read the crisis because i'm thinking i'm like i don't remember this being the part of the crisis you know or like i'm yeah. like that you know but then i'm like um uh, yeah, I can't. Something happened, and I'm not sure if it was in episode two or three, but it, something happens where I'm like, I'm like, I don't remember that at all. So, um, yeah, I and I, I, I actually like a couple months ago, uh, I went back and I was like, I, you know, I was like, I'm gonna try to to reread the the crisis, you know, right? And I got maybe three episodes, three mm-hmm. books in, and I was like, <laughs> oh, forget this, you know, it's like. <laughs> Like I remember, it was so cool when we were, you know, when we were kids and they were just coming out. But like things yeah. have changed so much, and it was like, like a lot of it. And I found this when I reread um, Infinity War too for for Marvel. Okay. Some of it gets really like out there, strange, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. It is funny how much yeah stuff has changed because like back then there was a lot more dialogue and a lot more like almost like pro, it was still comics, but like prose. There's a lot more descriptive, you know. Whereas now a lot yeah. of the comics are much more like I think they call it like widescreen, you know what I mean? But they're more like fast paced and movie bay the movie like action more. Whereas like yeah, some of those old comics, man, they would just like you know, weighing on and on about, uh, you know, whatever type of the, 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 the theory yeah. of the universe and, and all these yeah, different well, things. I think that, yeah. Like the first, like five pages of the, of the crisis of earth is explaining multiple earths or something like that, Yeah, which I guess, right. I mean, it, I get is key to the whole story. So you got to make sure you, that your audience <laughs> understands that. Right. But, um, but you know, like I, 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 I'm reading it. and I'm like, okay, I, I get it. Right. <laughs> it was, it's, well, it's funny though, because back, <laughs> back then, the reason they were doing the crisis is because that was so confusing. Where now, like they, just, everybody's just doubled down, and there's oh, the multiverse is like, you know, everyone talks about it. It's, it's like yeah. shorthand now. You're like, oh, the multiverse. Oh yeah, I know. You know, everybody knows what it is now. But back then, every, apparently, it was very confusing back then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah. So we can talk about so in episode one of the crisis, and so again, full spoilers um, for one and two. I won't talk about three, but um, you know, the end of episode one, Arrow dies. I yeah, I was not expecting that. Right, that I, I was, was very I was surprised. surprised. Now I told you last week. I, I I'm not going to reveal it here. But I told you last week that um, I'm I'm basically spoiled on what happens to Arrow. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, so I think I know. Now I haven't seen episode three, so I don't know what happens. But um, yeah, I I, I I sort of got spoiled on what happens to Arrow. So. Uh, oh, that's okay. So uh, just so I'm not bleeding into number three. So what happens in episode two of um, of Crisis with Arrow? After he dies, what do you, what do you remember? What they do or what happens? Yeah, he yeah. well they they take him to um, the Lazarus Pit. Okay, all right, right, right yeah. To br- to bring him back to life because that's what that's how they I, I, the Lazarus Pit played into Arrow earlier. You know, in 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 seasons past where they they've right. gone and I, I think they brought is that how they brought um, they Black brought Mary back or somebody or her sister I, so. Well, yeah, I know. I definitely remember them bringing Sarah, um, back, like White Canary. I don't know if they actually use that in the show, but they yeah, have Sarah the, from the Legends of Tomorrow. They brought her back using that. And I yeah. think they may have done Black Canary too, but I don't remember if I, I don't know if I saw that or if I just remember, I, I can't remember, uh, her. I, but, I think they've, I think they've used the Lazarus pit a couple of times. Yes. I, I do know that they reference it saying that they've done that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, right. So then they go and put him in there and then they, um, they get him out of the Lazarus. So now he's his his body's alive, and then they say, "Okay, well his body's alive. Now we have to go rescue his soul." And I think right. that's where number two, the cliffhanger for number two, sort of was with in terms of our exactly. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. And then I and then I haven't seen, so I haven't. I have to watch the number at the end. Yeah. What happens? So, I yeah. So I was surprised when they killed him, but then I thought, I'm like, well, I wonder for the rest of. Um, the crisis or even the rest of his show, I was kind of wondering, I'm like, Oh, I wonder if the rest of the, his show might be told in flashbacks. Like I, I kind of thought that might be his like real death there. Um, but right. now with the, the, the Lazarus pit, pit and stuff like that, um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking there's a different direction here, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you, did, you didn't watch anything leading up to it, right? No. No. Okay. Other, so I mean, you, other than yeah, other than the previous crossovers and stuff. All right. So, are you following what's going on with his daughter? Not a hundred percent. I know it's his daughter with Felicity, and I think she's. I thought she was from the future. Is that right? I thought they, this was really clever how they've been doing it for the last all of this season and part of last season. They started doing this thing where um, you, there was a story taking place in real time with with uh, uh, Oliver Queen. As right. an arrow, as the green arrow, and then they would flash into the future, and you, you'd get a you'd get story about his daughter, and 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 like all her friends, like John Diggle's son, and all those guys. Right. They, yes. they, they had a separate story, so there were like parallel storylines going on. So it was almost like you remember how he used to flash back to the island and what he was right. doing. So they stopped doing that, and then what they started doing was flashing forward. Right? Okay. That's kind of how they, that's sort of what they were doing. So you're still getting the two storylines, only one was happening in the future now. Right, okay. So I, I was watching, 
this and I, I have to say I, I I didn't love that. Like I was kind of like every time they flash forward, I was like I was kind of like eh, I don't yeah. really care about these characters. You know, I mean Felicity was in it in in the flash forward, so I kind of liked that. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I I wasn't totally following all the connections and who who was whose kid and you know that kind of thing. So I wasn't totally following all that because I hadn't watched the whole season. So I was a little, I, but I, I remember every time they did that, I was, I'm kind of tuning out like that, yeah. that stuff would come on and I'd be on my phone. Right. Yeah. Um, so at some point this season, they were, they were continuing to do that. And then there's an episode where, um, there's a, there, there's like a big battle in the future. And then all of a sudden they, they just like disappear. Right, like these, these, the, the the characters from the future just sort of disappear. And Steve and Oliver Queen was doing something, and he he sort of disappears, and they all end up back at the at the headquarters for Green Arrow, right? Okay, like where, the, where the team meets, and it's like he meets, you know, he meets the the future people, right? Like, uh, and, right. Um, and it was something, you know, the monitor sort of arranged. He, you find yeah. out later, the monitor sort of arranged all this. But that's that's why they're all in the same timeline together. Because okay. she Oliver's daughter never knew him growing up in, in the in the original timeline. She oh. she didn't she never because he the monitor comes to tell him, hey, you know, you gotta pay up on your on your promise and she's just a baby. And then he right. leaves and she never sees him again. Like that's it. Like that in in the in the original timeline. Right. So right. so then now that we're in the crisis timeline and the monitors moving things around, that's this is they they this is them meeting for the first time. Oh, okay. You know, so that's that's kind of or at least for the first time, you know, for the first right. He met her when he when she was a baby, but but right right. You know, she never met him. You know, so so, so the, that's kind of the 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 why this is so key. You know. Yeah, and are the other future characters back with him, or just just his daughter, just me? Yeah, it's it's his daughter, it's John Diggle's son, and then Oliver's son, right? Who was introduced in Green Arrow or in Arrow in a previous season? It's like his I, yes, son I do remember by some woman, right? Um, I do. I remember he, those episodes. I remember seeing yeah, that. He, he's he. Those three characters flashed or went back to the past okay all right so, so it's, uh, yeah. but it's it's kind of cool because they know so they know roy who is the the i don't know what would we say he was the red arrow or the yeah arsenal or the red arsenal, arrow I, right I, yeah yeah so they know roy but they know future roy oh and that's they know, funny. okay right like you know that kind of thing so they they know i think they know um uh Laurel Lance, but they know future Laurel Lance, like that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, it's right. it's 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 I, I I it's one of the things that has sort of made this season as interesting. I was like, you know what, that's kind of different. It, it's made this season kind of different, you know. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, and I know they're setting up those characters for now ne- with Arrow ending next year. I believe that there's going to be a new show called I think it's. I think it's called Green Arrow and the Canaries, but yeah, because the Canaries are like a a group now, like they're like a resistance group almost. Oh, like a, okay. It's not just you do you don't have just like one like that's I think I guess Laurel Lance in the future creates that makes sense. The, yeah, this organization or something like that. 
Okay, interesting. So, yeah. all right. So then, yeah. So then that, but yeah, to, to bring it back to the crisis, then. So then, right. So there, you know, she, I guess, yeah. So here she's, uh, Mia's just met her father, uh, you know, and, and they've spent some time together, but then he, then he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. The, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So but, then she, yeah, yeah. So then yeah, she's yeah, determined yeah. to bring him back. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, and uh, then. I, I was just going to say, in then in uh, what do you call it? in episode one, Supergirl's planet, they basically evacuate the planet, and then the planet uh, Earth thirty eight gets destroyed. Right, and what right. is? And they were talking about Argo. What is Argo? I've never heard. So of that. Argo is like basically it's like uh, I, it's kind of, it's a uh, let's see. So it, Argo's a city, and. Um, now, in the show, the easiest way to say it is basically like it's an asteroid. Argo's the asteroid, and a bunch of Kryptonians live on it. That'd okay. be the that's kind of the, the easiest way to say it. So, like Supergirl's mom was there. Apparently, Superman and Lois Lane had gone there to have a baby, and that's they were living there. So, so Argo was basically like it's uh, you know for they never say it, but it's like new Krypton. You know, it's like sort of like a new a place where Kryptonians had sort of regathered and were living on. Um, okay. But yeah, but then that gets wiped out. Uh, it looks like for a minute or two, it looked like that Superman and uh, Lois had been killed. And I thought, I'm like, what? I thought they were getting their own show. That I can't believe they just killed them. But they were. Yeah. It turns out they were saved. And yeah, what do you call it? the di- apparently the dialogue when they were putting their baby in the pod to to jettison him from Argo. Yeah the dialogue is the same as from Superman two or Superman one. Oh, really? So the dialogue from, um, when they're putting the kid in the pod is from Superman episode or Superman, the movie, like it's, it's the, the Marlon Brando dialogue. Oh, okay. That's really cool. I didn't know that. I didn't, I, they, I think I learned that I watched the, that little after show with Kevin Smith and they mentioned it on, they mentioned it on there and I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like, are you enjoying it so far? What you've seen? I, I, um, I want to say I'm enjoying it, but I'm disappointed and only because it's a TV show. Like I really, you know, for something, something to be called the crisis, like I really wish it was bigger. And I, I, you know, yeah. I, I feel bad saying that because I, they, I know they're really trying hard, and you know, they have all these guest stars and they're doing all this stuff. But like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, this is still a TV show. I, I wish it was bigger, or I wish there yeah. was more. You know, I wish there was like, um, just, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, a good effort, and I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of it. And, and there are there are highlights definitely that I have enjoyed, but then parts of it I'm like, okay, you know, that, that, this is this is still a TV show. Yeah, you know? I, I I'll tell you, I miss like I saw episode two last night. Um, I I liked that episode, but I do I do miss Batman. You know, like it, yeah, like right. it, I miss having a Batman. Anyway, Batwoman is cool. I I've been watching her show. I like that show. Um. It's that show's got a good story going, I think. Yeah, um, I, uh, but but like you know, I I think Batman's absence was noticeable. It was cool that they had all those that they had they had Superman. You know, they had two different Supermen. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, now, I I like that. Was um in episode two we did see a Batman though, right? We did. Okay, but, I, I, but I'm getting them all mixed up. Yeah, we saw him, but he's like he's Batman with the broken back, 
Yeah, he's like that, and he sort of turned out to be evil. Yeah, I because I right, I was expecting him to be. um, Everyone kept saying that uh, the Batman because he had that you know the exosuit on that. Oh, it's the Kingdom Come Batman, and um, basically in this comic book series called Kingdom Come. Batman has an exosuit on because his body's finally given out, you know, and, but he's yeah. still, a, he's still a good guy. And in conjunction with, uh, Brandon Routh playing the quote kingdom come Superman, which is the older Superman with the black and red S on his chest. You know, it was kind of a neat bait and switch with, with Batman. Cause you're like, you kind of, ex- I assumed he was going to show up and be like a good guy. Um, and then, you know, for him to turn out to be evil was very interesting. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I, I, I sort of like that that, you know, he he had that that trophy case, you know, that case of like trophies of like you know people he's defeated, and there was um, Clark Kent's glasses were yeah. in a hole in it. Like I thought that was really cool. Right, um, that was neat. But yeah, I, I I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting Batman to be like evil, you know? Right, but, yeah. Um, so I so that's that's my biggest. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you feel you sort of feel the absence of batman in this in this thing um, right yeah you know so i but but uh, but i I'm, i've been enjoying it so far i and i'm really i really want to see tonight's because i want to I, I i think all of all these characters i think flash is my favorite so I, yeah I, I i i really want to see i'm sure most of the story is about him tonight so that's what i want to say yeah um yeah I, I won't say anything else but um what did you, how, did you were you enjoying at least all the um, all the different cameos and everything like that? Oh, I thought that was great. I that thought was the cameos were great. When Batman came down, I was like, oh, he's clearly the voice, you know, because that's that's he's the voice actor that did Batman yeah, for all yeah, the anime yeah. series, right? Right. Yes. And, yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, I recognize that voice as soon as he started talking. You know, he, then, he was... like Smallville. I never watched Smallville, so those characters were, you know, I I, I knew that they were the characters from Smallville. Right. But. I, uh, that was, I, I never watched that show. I felt kind of, I, I watched it on and off over the years. Um, usually like towards it, I think early on I watched it. And then as time went on, I would watch it when like people would guest star, you know, and like at one point they were kind of doing like a little pseudo justice league on Smallville. And so I remember watching some of those episodes and different things like that. Um, but for, I have to say for what I remember, like that sequence seemed a little um, like kind of, it what didn't seem to matter. Like, you know, they, they went through all the trouble to have the, to have the, that cast be there and reunite and, or, you know, those two, you know, Lois and Clark or whatever, but like, yeah. they just kind of, they just kind of go there and then like, they're like, Oh no, this is the wrong, wrong earth. And then I think Lex Luthor sends them away. And then it's not even, it's not even the Lex Luthor from that planet. It's the other Lex that's running around. And yeah. I don't know, it just, it just felt very disjointed. I'm like, well, it's kind of neat, but at the same time, I'm like, well, why is this happening? You know? Yeah, that, that that I I agree. I thought that's I was like that. It was cool that they got him in there, but I was kind of like, yeah, the sequence you could, didn't really need to be here because like yeah. nothing happened. Right, right. I was kind of hoping. I mean, you know, obviously there's all kinds of stuff I'm sure behind the scenes, but yeah. you know, I was kind of hoping that maybe he would have like a special, you know, like a special mission or like you know, they. I, I don't know. I was ho- yeah. Again, I was hoping for more. And I was hoping that, you know, much more like if it was a movie, they could have afforded probably to pay him right, know, right, to, right, right. to stick around for the episode or whatever. Um, so, yeah, but the um, the the little tiny cameos in the very beginning were cracking me up like the, they had um, oh from the Batman movie. Um, 
uh, what was his name? The reporters on the bench. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, forget I his name talking. now. I can't think of his name, but I know. Who you're yeah, talking about. but there's yeah. him. God. And then and then Robin. Who, yeah, yeah name, that. What's his name? Burt Ward. Burt Ward. That cracked me up because that was you know holy red skies of death or whatever he says. <laughs> just, you know, I, that was a great way to kick it, like to kick it off. And then what I didn't realize is that they flashed through all those different earths. Like apparently all those earths were getting destroyed as they were flashing to them. And I didn't realize that because they, one of the earths they flashed to is, um, they show the Titans. Um, and the Titans is a streaming as a show that's on the DC universe streaming service. I haven't, I I haven't watched it yet, but, um, when they, they, there's a rumor that they were going to show them, and uh, they, they kind of said, they were like, oh, no, 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 that's not going to happen now. So it was a surprise when it did happen. Oh, but, okay. um, but then they're like, oh, but then that earth got destroyed. So I'm kind of like, well, that show's still going on over there. You know, <laughs> like it would, it would make sense to destroy the old, you know, the, like we're never going to see the Michael Keaton Batman universe again. And we're never going to see like the, you know, right. the, the old Batman TV show. So it kind of makes sense to destroy them. But then they, they wiped out, uh, you know, the Titans. And I'm like, oh, so I think, and I don't think this is given too much away, but I mean, I think at some point they're going to have to, um, I think somehow they're going to figure out how to bring some of these earths back. Like, you know, as because, you know, like, like I said, some of them couldn't go away, but other ones, I think they're going to have to figure out how to bring them back. And in the original crisis, there was like earth one, two, four and X or no S earth. And those four at the, like they survived and they merged them all together at the very end of the crisis. Okay. Yeah. And that's how you got like the justice league and the justice society living on the same earth. Um, earth four was, uh, all the Charlton heroes like blue beetle and those guys. And then earth S was this earth Shazam basically. And that's where you got captain Marvel and all those guys. So when they merged them together, they basically were saying like, Hey, we, we need all these characters still bring up, you know, put, put these earths together. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised at the end of this crisis to have, yeah, whether they're going to have one Earth or a couple of Earths, but they're definitely going to streamline things. And but I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, the whole so far, I've been enjoying it. I mean, it's you know, like you said, it's it's not quite as big as the comics, and that's you can't expect it to be because they haven't introduced all the you know sort of key characters in the in the yeah uh, in the CW universe. But um, so far, I'm in, I'm I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm looking forward to seeing it tonight. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to talk about it next week after uh, after you see number three. Yeah. So, you know, because right. some some big stuff happens, and then some other uh, well, a lot of stuff happens. I figure I figure a lot happens in this episode because this is the cliffhanger until after the holidays now, right? Yes. Right. Right. So I have to think about it a little bit more because I at first I was a little disappointed with it with number three, but like now that I'm thinking about it now, I'm like a lot did happen. So and yeah, so I'll have to think about it some more. <laughs> okay. Rewatch it. See. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Well, we'll so, watch it, and then we'll talk about it in the next episode. There you go. All right, we'll catch all up. All right, so, so should we talk about the, the final two pieces of of, yeah. of, informa- of news that we got this week? Because we got two big trailers, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, first we got Ghostbusters, uh, the tagline, or the subtitles Afterlife, um, the new trailer for that. I have to say, I think it looks really good. Yeah, I was. I the trailer surprised me. Yeah, right. 
I was sort of I I figure well this is just going to be a comedy in the vein of what it was a it in the eighties you know it's just yeah be a, a comedy movie it's almost like there's a real story here you know yeah yeah it almost um I I feel like they're almost taking a page out of like the Force Awakens where they're gonna like they're gonna like they're going to hold those stories in like high regard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, they're going to rather than just like, you know, like rather than just come in and like go nuts or like they did with the previous ghostbuster, um, you know, non-sequel, you know, this one, they're going to come in and like, Oh, you know, really treat the, the earlier stuff with like a reverence to sort of, uh, you know, I, which they kind of have to, cause like there's so many diehard fans out there of, of ghostbusters that, you know, they kind of have to treat it. I, you kind of have to watch your step, I guess you could say. Yeah. I was just, I was just really surprised. I mean, I was, I, I you know, I, I, I can't say I was looking forward to this movie. I was, I figured I, I'm, I'm going to go see it. I, you know, they didn't give it much more thought than that. But this trailer, I was like, there's, there's a, like, they have a real story here. Like, I like that, you know, Harold Ramis is, as we know, is, has passed on. And I like that they, they're sort of dealing with that in this, in the movie. But it looks like he's a key part of the story, even though he's gone. You know, yes, it's like, I guess yeah. this is his, this is his family, right? It's his grandchildren or something. Yeah. It looks like, right. It looks like Finn Wolfhard and his, well, whoever the, I'm not sure the actress's name, but yeah, it looks like these are his grandchildren that they, they, the, the voiceover is like, oh, well, we got this farm in the middle of nowhere basically. And then they start finding like ghostbuster stuff. And apparently there's ghosts in the well or I, you know, just the way the, the movie yeah. plays out. But yeah, I thought it would look really neat. And it looks like. It, it, it's kind of it, it's like totally different because like they're not in New York anymore, you know. It's like it definitely, uh, you know. I mean, it doesn't help that um, uh, Finn Wolfhard's, you know, in the cast in the movie, but it definitely had a Stranger Things vibe to it. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it, which is fine because that's great, you know. Yeah, but um, yeah. I you know I I, I I thought that was interesting. I I just I I, I was really surprised. I mean, you know. We, I, how much can you tell from a trailer? But I was really surprised right. by this trailer because I put it on and I started watching it the other day and I was kind of like, Is, do I have the right trailer? <laughs> I know, like I right. thought it was like a, I, I wasn't even sure if I, I was like, did I, pick, did I click the wrong link? What is, you know, what is this? And then I was like, no, this is Ghostbuster. It's like a, it's like a real story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I'm sure there's going to be funny elements to it, but I was just, I was just kind of, they're taking it really seriously, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm more excited about it than I was before. I'll say, I'll say that. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, it's funny. Like the, um, it, it's, well, it's funny because the, the, the other, the previous sequel, you know, was just basically like the original is just a full on comedy, like, you know, silly and stuff. They did not take itself seriously. And, um, you know, it ended up not doing well. I mean, you know, there's a, there's an element out there that didn't like the, the, their girl ghostbusters, but taking them aside, you know, the movie itself didn't seem to perform very well. Um, yeah. and I wonder if, and I wonder if that's because it was more of the same and not something different. I don't know. You know, I, I candidly, I have, I still have never seen that movie. Oh, okay. And, um, and it's one of these, it's one of those things, like, I want to see, like, I want to see it one of these days. I'm going to see it. Uh, you know, yeah. when I have, when I have sit down, I, but I, I, like I'd heard so many bad things about it and not just the, you know, 
crazy, you know, stuff that was going on with the right, yeah, know, with female actors and stuff and everything. But like, I just heard that it wasn't that great movie, a, a movie in general. So I, I never felt like renting it or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, um, we well, one uh, of these nights are going to get at. It. Yeah, we went and saw it in the theater with I took you know my wife and I took the girls and stuff and it was I mean there were some out parts of it that I really liked there were some parts of it that I didn't like and it was just one of those things where it was like it was it was okay and it, you know but the, for to just be okay to be a like a Ghostbusters movie it was you know it was like that made it even like less than okay you know what I mean like yeah, yeah, it just yeah. it, you know. If it was just a regular movie, it would have been like, oh, whatever. But because you're like, well, this is a Ghostbusters sequel, that, that kind of made it, you know, it wasn't, it, it could have been better. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, but anyway. the, I like that you get the, the Bill Murray voiceover from the original movie at, at the end of this trailer. Like, where oh, he's, what did he say? I missed, I missed that. I, isn't it, isn't it Bill Murray? Like, he, he does that, he does that, um, and maybe it's not his voice. Maybe it's just his dialogue. Oh. But at the end, of, remember in Ghostbusters when he's trying to convince them, like they get fired from the university, and he's like, maybe it's fate. Maybe it's something. But I yeah. believe everything happens for a reason. And um, that's at the end of the trailer. It's like oh, the I, it, I, I, I thought it, it sounds like him. Oh, I have to go watch that again. I didn't pick up on that at all. That's so funny. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's, I think it's his voice. I mean, it's definitely his dialogue. Yeah, okay. Voice or not? So I thought that was really cool. Oh, that it's, is it's cool. It's sort of like, sort of like telegraphing, like, yeah, this is all part of one universe here. Yeah, like, right. Unlike the the last one, which was right. kind of a weird. Well, right. Know. That that was the biggest thing. I mean, you know, aside from everything else, they're like, oh, it's a sequel to Ghostbusters, but the Ghostbuster, the original ones didn't happen. And you're kind of like, well, wait a minute. Why, why are we making a sequel then? You know? Yeah. Right. So, right. yeah. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, you know, I, I like I said, I, I think it's going to be a neat, I think we're going to get a neat story out of it. And, um, I mean, Paul Rudd's in it, so it's going to be funny. There's definitely gonna be some funny elements to it. I know the original guys are all supposed to, I don't know if they're starring in it by any means, but I know they're going to make some kind of, you know, cameo. I think they, everyone has agreed to come back for it as far as I understand. Okay. So, um, it should be a good. It should be a good time, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's got me interested, definitely. Yeah, right. So hopefully, hopefully, hope for the best. So uh, the other big trailer we had this week was, uh, uh, and that's and this one came out of nowhere, as far as I know, is the yeah. uh, the Wonder Woman trailer, and it's called yeah. Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Uh, what were your first thoughts on this thing? On, on this one. Oh, I thought um, I, I liked it. I, the trailer looks cool. It looks fun. It looks a little bit crazy. Like, you know, like she's like at one point, like using her lasso to swing from like lightning bolts or something. It looks like I, so it just, <laughs> it just looks like kind of like in a, in a, like insane, fun, like crazy superhero movie. I'm like, well, okay, that's, this is great. Um, you know, the music in the beginning is very eighties and like there, they, there's a shot of like the mall and some stuff like yeah. that. So, you know, like all that stuff was just, I was like, all right, I'm on board, you know, I'm a sucker for all that stuff, <laughs> but, um, it but, looks neat. What, what, what's with Steve Trevor coming back? I couldn't figure that out. I, you know, like, I mean, he just kind of like shows up and he's back and they, there's, uh, there's some kind of, at first. 
like I was like I, I when I first saw him, I was like, oh, she's having some kind of vision, or it's a flashback or something. And I'm like, no, he's in this movie. Yeah. So like, I don't know if it's gonna be like, um, is it his grandson, or is it gonna be something like that since so much time has passed, or is it gonna be like, um, you know, is he is is just mysteriously show back up, and is that part of the mystery of the movie? You know, I I don't know. Um, you know, I, I was like think I was like looking towards the villains of the movie, which is the um, the one uh, woman is uh, I think it's Kirsten Wig. Uh, she's yeah. going to be yeah, she's going to be the cheetah. It was a Wonder Woman villain, and um, they kind of show her at one point in the movie like all like geek like geeky with glasses and stuff, and then later in the trailer she's like you know kind of like all like. Uh, cougared up you know like all like sexy and stuff like that um and so but i like from what i you know from her powers and what i know from the comics i she did she can't bring anybody back you know so um i wasn't sure about her and then the other villain is max lord and um he i mean he's kind of like you know, taking politics out of it but he's kind of like the donald trump of like of the eighties, like in the comics that he was kind of like a businessman, like a little bit larger than life. And, you know, that was kind of his role in the comics. Like he had, he kind of reformed the justice league at one point, like, but using it as a businessman and all that. Um, so he's like another one of the, uh, villains in, uh, in this movie. But, um, but yeah, I don't, again, I don't know how, how or why he would be tied to Steve Trevor. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where they're going with it, but well, okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> see what yeah, happens. I, I, I haven't read much about this movie. I mean, I knew it was coming and I'm, and I'm looking forward to it, but, um, I haven't really read much about it. So when he showed up in the trailer, I was like, yeah. what, what is he doing here? You know, like I kind so... of, well, I knew that Chris Pine was going to be in the movie, but I, again, I thought it was going to be, you know, like a flashback or something like that. But I did see a set photo of him in like eighties clothing. So then I was really thrown for it. Cause then I'm like, well, wait a minute. If he's in eighties clothing, he's in the re- he's in the, you know, he's in the, the actual time period of the movie. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like the big question. And they, they didn't really seem to focus on that too much in the movie. Like I, you know, you'd think that would be like the huge, the big like question of the movie, like, well, how's this guy back? But they kind of yeah. gloss over it really quick and then they're just off and running. So yeah, like they don't I, really touch. He's just there, you know. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, I'm back. Okay, you know, wait, wait a minute. Maybe <laughs> she, she should be asking some questions here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, you know, it looks like. I mean, I'm, I'm just watching the trailers. We're talking. It looks like at one point they're in the White House. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, like she. The, there's there's a there's like a fight going on in in a hallway, and it looks like the hallway. Um, Looks looks like it's it seems similar to hallways that you see of the White House oh, in right. movies. Oh, that's cool. Um, um, you know, we'll see. But like, uh, I don't know. It it, look, it looks good. I mean, I'm 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 excited about it. Uh, yeah, I, mean, but, uh, I was just gonna say I like. I mean, Gal Gadot. I liked her. I thought she did a great job as Wonder Woman. I think you know it's funny. Like you know, for somebody especially like me, or you know, like you have Linda Carter so ingrained in your head just as Wonder Woman yeah. in in live action, um, and for somebody to be able to come in and step into that role and basically become Wonder Woman, it, it, it was really you know the uh, you can say whatever you want about um, Superman versus Batman. And Justice League, but like they really did a good job casting Wonder Woman and getting her up and running. Oh, you yeah. Know? 
I mean, yeah, I mean that movie. Like, I just like I think over the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, we're home, so we're watching a lot of TV, and that movie was on uh, one of those channels, TBS right. or whatever. And and we, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there watching it, and that is such a good movie. I mean, it's really, really good. Oh, you mean the the first the, Wonder Woman? The, the yeah. original Wonder Woman is just fantastic. It's such a good movie. Yeah, um, they did a really nice job with it. They really, they really did. I mean, it's all the World War One stuff. I mean, it's just they really did a nice job with it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do, what they do here. Yeah, I I am too. And I mean, like you know, like I said, it should be with it being in 1984, it, it should be very fun and interesting. At the very least, it'll be fun and interesting to watch. Yeah, you know, just from all the flashback, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see where they're going with it. And I think it's kind of neat that the they are having her sort of move through time. Like, you know, she's not time traveling, but she's obviously immortal or or has a very long life period. But um, you know, that's something they never really touched on in the comics. Like, you know, it's like every superhero they're just kind of there. You know, like they because yeah. they, they don't age or anything, so they never really touched on it in the comics. So I thought that was neat for them to actually say like all right here she is in world war one okay here she is in 1984 like they're you know like they're giving you firm dates not just that you know uh timey-wimey comic book stuff where they're oh yeah spider-man was around in the 60s but he's he's still a teenager or he's still a kid or still a person that today you know yeah (laughs) yeah so um what's with the gold suit at the end so that is it's funny because I, I mentioned it earlier. So in um in Kingdom Come, the comic book, that we had okay. the Batman in the exosuit, we had Superman, an older Superman with the uh, black and red symbol on his chest. Um, right. at, at, in in that Wonder Woman at the um I think towards the end of that, she gets all armored up and puts on that gold suit with the wings and the the eagle. Yeah, you know, it has like an eagle helmet and all that stuff yeah. to it, and it's just like her like battle armor. Um, as far as I remember, I I don't think there's anything special about it. I think it was just something really cool that she put on and and you know, like I said, battle armor. Um, so it was really neat to see that kind of make it to live action. Also, um, I hope I I I say I have to go look that up now because I don't remember it having any any specialty. And, you know, there was nothing special to it, but it's just um, just armor. I think I'm pretty sure I never read any of the kingdom. So the kingdom come stuff is a whole series. No, it's, it's a, it was like four issues. I have it right here. As a matter of fact, I can let you borrow it. Um, I, uh, it was four issues. It was, um, uh, it was all painted by Alex Ross. Um, so it's like very, it's very, if you know, Alex Ross's artwork, it's very, it's pretty, I mean, but it's very like a lot of, uh, detailed shadows and, and light and all this stuff. But the whole, the whole story is basically Superman, um, he retires and, um, it, I back up even further. It, yeah. The, the gimmick is that basically, or the, the story is like Superman, um, he retires and he goes away and while he's away and a lot of the other heroes kind of go by the wayside, the younger generation come forward and they're not really heroes and they're not really villains. They're just kind of like jerks basically, but they're, they're, they're not up to the standard of Superman. So then he has to come back. Set these kids straight. 
it kind of right. It's it actually sounds yeah kind of lame when I'm saying it, but that's kind of the way it is. And then there ends up being like, um, you know, there's like he, it's like his group, and then he's fighting against Batman. Has a group of char- of characters, and they, they're like kind of they end up fighting against each other. So I'm doing a really bad job of explaining it, but, but it was a really good series, and it sort of set the tone for a lot of um, a lot of a lot of iconic stuff like we're seeing now, like Wonder Woman's battle armor and the bat uh, you know the the exosuit batman and the the other kingdom come superman and uh, i'm I'm, like kind of right up racking my brain now trying to remember like exactly what what happened now that i'm trying to now think about it but now i keep hearing well now that i keep hearing kingdom come stuff i'm like oh maybe i need to read this because yeah it's like I you said, it's like, it seems to be informing a lot of what's going on lately. I, uh, yeah, I, I have it here, and it's funny. Out of all the comics I used to have, it's the only one I have left, only because I, um, when I was working at QVC, they had Alex Ross come in a night to uh, do a, a show, like a, one of those, we used to do the shows and sell like collectibles and stuff like that. But he came in one night as a guest. And so I brought my, I have the graphic novel. I brought that and had him sign it and got to talk to him for a little bit. So, um, oh, that's cool. yeah, so I just, I hung on to that, you know, I, I, I sold everything else off, but I, I hung on to that just to keep it. So, um, but yeah, I can let you borrow that and t- you know, take a look at it. And I probably should reread it too, just so I can explain it better next time. <laughs> <laughs> You did fine. So, uh, all right. So I don't know. Do we have anything else to say about about either the Ghostbusters or the Wonder Woman trailer that we saw? I think both uh, look really good. Yeah, I think that's the the end result is yeah, both of them look good, and I'm excited to see them. So I think we can uh, we can leave it at that. All right. So let's wrap up the show tonight. Um, okay. We appreciate you all listening. As always, uh, if you if you enjoy the show, we ask you to just go out and leave us a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate that. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. We also have an Instagram account. Um, the Grant updates are... Are you updating our blog? You're doing something with the blog. I know that. Uh, no, I update our... I post when the shows are new <laughs> on the blog. <laughs> I have I have grand plans and it doesn't seem to work out. We're working well, so. on it, folks. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to be totally organized. You're all going to be amazed. <laughs> but um, yeah. and anyway, we, but we have a blog to so pick that up. Too. Right. But at any rate, um, I guess that wraps up the show tonight. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.